You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. I'm Remy. I'm Lauren. And we're your hosts. And uh, we're going to be telling strip club stories tonight. That's why I got the strip club background. I do love the club. <laughs> I'm not going to be uh, dancing on the pole, but somebody might. <laughs> Oh, here we are. Let's find it. Yeah. No, that's last week's. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to share this with everybody. So bear with me. Um, everybody loves this strip club, don't they, though? Like, I do. I miss I've strip never club. not enjoyed myself at a strip club. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Even when I was Seriously. working there, I always enjoyed it. So much fun. And, like, I've not been in so damn long. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I it's definitely well, obviously pre-COVID, but right before COVID, I would say probably two or three weeks was when I yeah. went the last time. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> remember the last time I was in one. I cannot remember. Well, see, that's the problem. Most times I go to the strip club and I'm like hammered drunk and don't remember how the night went. And I can't figure out how to share this video, so. I have no <laughs> okay, when you press share, just press copy link and then there's go no share. Oh, there's no there's mm-hmm. no share or copy link. That's weird. That's how I do it. Connect devices. I don't know. <clears throat> We're getting off topic here. Like you guys know where to go to watch it. If you want to see the video, if you're not watching live, then go to Podcast Detroit. There you go. Go to their Facebook page. Go to their.com. That's the only way they're watching it right now is through Pe- Podcast Detroit. <laughs> I know, right? People who are listening to this on the podcast on just like without video are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I know, right? Skip through this part. Yeah, exactly. No, we're going to get to it. Uh, I promise. We've got we've got good stories from the strip club. I know, like, there's always some wild shit that goes down at the strip club. There's always some, like, I funny things. And I've got some. I've got some good stories. Uh, so do you like the CD ones as well as like the high flute yep. ones? The CD <laughs> ones are great. There was, what was it called? La Chambre. Yes. La Chambre. <laughs> yes. And it was actually like inside of a strip mall. Yep. And like, so like next door to it is like a pharmacy and next door to like on the other side of it is like a nail salon or something. And their yep. sign was always broken. So it'd say like, let's bray. i actually just drove by there the other day it looks like they're shut down yeah i think they are yeah i think it's gone for good uh 96 and telegraph that was a great place hilarious place i've been there a couple of times down the street farther if you go a little farther north on telegraph is another uh very classy place called uh chapeau vert the green hat for our french-speaking friends any canadians out there and one time i was at the vert we called it the vert a couple of good stories from the vert but one time at the vert um i was there with my brother he was i think he was dating one of the bartenders briefly so he's like hey come on up and and meet me at the strip club i'm hanging out with this girl i'm like all right cool i'll come over and have a beer you know so we're having a couple of beers and he's sitting there and he's got like a stripper on his lap and they're talking and i'm talking to the bartender and I turn around to talk back to them and I get squirted in the eye with breast milk. I shit you not. The stripper Ooh, squirted wow. me in the eye with breast milk. It's gross, but like in hindsight, it's actually pretty funny too. Like, eh. I mean, it's like a bodily fluid though. It is a, 
it is a bodily fluid from a stripper and it's not the kind of thing that I wanted in my eye. I was pretty pissed about it at the time, but they were laughing their asses off. They thought it was the funniest thing that they'd ever seen. I was just like, I'm just kind of impressed that you squirted it that far. Like a job. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, I, I, I guess that's a great way to make a little bit of. She didn't get any tips. She didn't get any tips from me. That's for sure. No tips from me. She did not get a dance. Like I was not. Oh no! If somebody did that to me, I'd be like, "No, thank you." Yeah, I was. I was pretty pissed at the time, Um, but I can look back at it and laugh. You know, I didn't catch any kind of disease from her bodily fluids or anything like that. (laughs) It's like, who else can say that a stripper squirted breast milk in their eye? Like, there's probably not many people out there with that. It's a good story to tell. Um, um, so a couple of years ago during, um, what the fuck was it? I think it was dirty show. It might've been something else, but I think it was dirty show. Me and my friend Ava, we went, we were like both dressed up like something cute, some kinky stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we were like, Oh, you know, it's just now ending. Let's go and go to the strip club, you know? Hell like, yeah. So we go there. And like the waitress comes over and she takes everyone's drink order and then like skips over me and she like keeps on like doing her thing. And I was like, what the fuck? So then like a little while later, I'm like still waiting, still waiting. She keeps on not asking me if I want anything. So I like walk up to the bar and I was just like, hi, can I like get this drink? And the guy's like, sure. And this bar back walks over to me. He goes, yeah. So that guy over there wants to know how, how much to take you in the back. And I was like, excuse me. He was like, yeah, how much to take you in the back? That guy over there wants to know. And I was like, uh, uh. and he was like, oh, you don't work here. <laughs> and like, I didn't even put it like two and two together that I was wearing like something that the girls probably would have walked with. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I was like, like, oh my God. And like, you're dressed like that a stripper. Was, right. Yeah. That's, the, that's the why the waitress ignored my you. order because of it. <laughs> she thought I was on the floor. I was a new girl. <laughs> This new bitch thinks I'm going to take her drink order. That's funny. for real. I was like, what the fuck? This bitch isn't uh, trying to like, give me a drink. I'm like, seriously, I'll take care of you. And she's like, no. Yeah. Nope. I love going to the strip club with girls too. Like it's so much more fun with girls and the strippers love girls, especially if they're cute. You know what I mean? Like they're all flirting with each other. And it's like, it turns into a big party. Always a good time. Uh, we used I to do agree. that a lot. We'd go to, we'd go down to Legends on like Sunday night after I'd get off work with just like a gang of us and like girls and guys and everybody just having a good time. Wasn't it like their Sindustry thing? We did like yep. Sindustry night. I just had the hiccups. Uh oh. Let me tell okay, a story real me. quick. <laughs> Lauren's got the hiccups. Let me save her. <laughs> so the <laughs> other time that I went to Shap over, that it was a really funny story. <laughs> There was a girl dancing on stage and all of us pulled together like all of our change and put it on this because she was like, she was not a good looking stripper. She was basically like, we're some change. Like nobody's going to stick dollar bills in her G string, but we'd scrape together some change for her. So it was like three or four bucks in change. And we put it on the thing and Bouncer came up and tapped us on the shoulder. He's like, guys, don't put change on the stage. Like they can fall and hurt themselves. That's not cool. And the girl was like, I don't fucking care. I'll take it. She's like scooping the change off the stage. <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> Dude, those girls make a lot of fucking money, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not at that club. <laughs> Which one? Legend? No, the Vert. Oh, <laughs> Chapeau Vert. Okay, I thought you were talking about Legend still. I was like, Legend no, no. a lot of money. No, this was, this was like the CD, the CD one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that the girls at La Chambre were not 
<laughs> very choosy about how they got their money. Nope, get it. But in hindsight, <laughs> it is it, it was pretty rude, you know. It was like she's yeah, up there yeah. dancing, she's working, like, don't give her change. That's not cool. You wouldn't tip a bartender in change. We thought it was a riot at the time, though. We were all hammered drunk. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about telling these stories is that sometimes you learn a lesson and you you change since the time that these stories happened. But exactly. you know, exactly. You have to find the humor in it. So if anybody is like, that's a shitty thing to do, believe me, we know it was a shitty thing to do. Yes, exactly. Like, we were shitty people. <laughs> I mean, we've all done shitty things, you know? Like, am right. I proud of it? Eh, not necessarily. But, like, will I tell it as a story and own it? Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to be running for president or senate or anything like that anytime soon. Like, you, you can... No dig up all the dirt you want on me and all the things that I've told on this show and all the things that I've done in my life. And it's never going to get me to elected office, but at least I was honest about it. I think that there was like a time where um, me and my friend Connie and I can't remember who else, I think it might've been our friend Rob or something like that many, many years ago, but we were all hanging out and we decided to go to the strip club and we were all like broke. Like I basically was like, I have enough money to get us one round and then that's it. We're going to have to like dip out. And so, and like tip, obviously. Um, and I remember like we went there and we got our one round and we were sitting there and we were all like, we want another beer. We want another beer. And so I got up and I walked over to like one of the tables of guys and they're not looking at me. They're looking at the stripper. Right. So I walked over and I just kind of like reached between them and like picked up their empty bottles. So they thought that I was like working or whatever. And I like, took them up to the bar and found like another group of like attractive guys. And I like squeezed in between them and put my empty bottles down. And I was like, Oh, sorry guys. I'm just getting another round of drinks for me and my girlfriends. And he, they were like, Oh, like here, we'll get you this round. And I was like, Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> so oh I got man. Like friends out. I'm like, Oh, just over there. Like put it pointing in like a random general direction. Like, right. Right. Yeah. It was a couple of dudes that you were with, but they didn't have to know yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a girl and a guy. Like, it was just me, her, and then another guy. But a lot of times, guys will be like, we're not buying the dude something. You know what I mean? So I had to right, get yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that would make me gay. <laughs> yup, you know. I did it. Like, yeah, like, buy a round of drink for me and my friends. You know? Right. Who cares if there's guys in there or not? I'll do that. No, that's... uh. That's that's some pretty slick maneuvering there. I'm uh, I'm proud of you. That's a good story. Thank you. That is. That's cool. I can't do that. Like, well, no, I'm sure that's yeah. not really something that you're able to do. As no, I mean, like, even if it was like a group of if a group of girls, like I couldn't get a group of girls to buy me a drink. I don't think me and my right. friends are broke and and we want a drink still. Like, sorry. <clears throat> it's funny how the. Uh, the battle of the sexes kind of goes that way where, you know, the guys pay for the girls, but the girls, I mean, like if you're in a relationship or something, that's one thing for a girl to pay for the guy or if mm-hmm. you're friends for the girl to pay for a guy, but just like random strangers. I've actually, I've had, I've had strange girls buy me drinks before. <laughs> yeah, that's so I can't say that 100%. Thinking back on it, I have been bought a drink by a girl before. Yeah. I think I've bought a drink for someone before, but usually it's like, um, like if I buy a drink for a guy, I'm like, oh, like thanks for, I don't know, like they maybe like slid down a seat for me or whatever. You know what I mean something like that. Exactly, it's a gesture of thank you and not like a 
hey, what's cooking good looking? You know, exactly. <laughs> you're not hitting on a guy by buying him a drink, <laughs> slipping no. Mickey's into his drink and stuff like that. That is more likely. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. So you're saying you got to drug your guys before you take them home, Lauren? Is that what you're saying? Um, yes, I most definitely have to uh, drug men before. <laughs> no, hell no. Oh, that's hilarious. Pre-positioning here. Dave's watching us on TV. <laughs> he's got, fa- he's got hey. Facebook watch on the TV. Should I like turn this the other way? I noticed that you're turned the other way. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, now we're all copacetic. Boom. Hey. Look at this hey, podcast. Look at this Have you ever seen a couple of better looking hosts for your podcast? Seriously. Like. All right. <laughs> Dave knew what he was doing when he set us up together. He's like, you guys are going to make great co-hosts. It's true. He knew. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, though. We all so know that he knows what he's doing. It, it's funny. One of my other really funny stories about going to the strip club is with my brother. And like, so it's not like my brother and I go to strip clubs all the time or even that often, but like some of the best times I've had, some of the craziest times I've had were with my brother. He was living down in Florida uh, near Daytona beach. And I went down to Florida to visit. So we go out and we're drinking and we're trying to find something to do. I think it's like a Wednesday night, Thursday night, something like that middle of the week. It's nothing going on. Um, It's not like, tourist season or anything like that so there's not a lot of people out there's not a lot of bars doing anything and like it seemed like every place we went was just lame dead you know locals townies and not much fun i was like let's go strip club he's like it's probably gonna suck tonight. i'm like even better you know like all the girls will be all over us there won't be any competition like yeah you know, right it'll be fun it'll be fun let's let's go you know i'm on vacation i got some money with me let's let's go hang out so we hop in his car and we drive down to like downtown Daytona, whatever that is, mm-hmm. and find the strip club. And we walk inside and it's a fucking ghost town. There's nobody <laughs> in there. There's no bartender. There's no dancers. There's no, there's nothing. There's like, it, it's, I'm like, is it lunchtime? Like it's closed. So, you know, it's probably like nine there's o'clock at night. Like- Answers like okay, nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. Maybe went in the back or something, but there's music playing, but there was no dancers in there. Like I didn't, I didn't see a dancer. Nobody on stage dancing, (laughs) and the music's still loud. So I'm like, somebody should be out here dancing. No customers, nothing. So finally, the bartender comes out. We order a couple beers and we sit down, and you know we're sitting. It's kind of like around the stage, similar to like you see here. You know, but not with the big, it wasn't fancy. There was no big high back chairs or anything like that. So we're just, we're sitting at the stage, you know, sipping our beers, waiting for some titties and and none are coming. I'm like, well, this kind of sucks, man. He's like, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm like, I got to piss first. Hold on. So he's getting up, getting ready to leave. We're already paid. I go looking for the, for the bar, for the bathroom. And I can't find it. This place, you know, it's my first time ever being in this club. So I don't know where the bathrooms are and shit. So I go walk in and instead of finding the bathrooms, I find like the private dance rooms. And they're basically <laughs> like, it's just like this little corridor and curtains across the rooms and you open it up and it's this shitty little bench. You know, it was, it was really like scuzzy looking. Like it wasn't um, anything nice. There was no like fancy couches or anything. To sit on. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't know, but so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all of them and I'm a little drunk at this time. I'm actually a lot drunk at this time. And I see on the wall, a big, bright, red, shiny fire extinguisher. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, this place sucks. There's no girls. There's no people in here. So I take it down off the wall and I just cover like three of these rooms, like, oh my God, just went, Remy. I just went off with the fire extinguisher. I fucking like emptied this thing, sprayed down all these rooms and I'm giggling. I'm laughing. I'm having so much fun. And I set it down inside. I couldn't hang it back up on the hook. I was too drunk to hang it back up on the hook that it was on. So I just stuck it inside one of the things. And then I go walking out and I still got to pee really bad this time. <laughs> so I go walking out and just as I'm coming around the corner to leave like the little corridor of private areas, I run into the bouncer. Like, oh my. And, he's like, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing back here? And I was like, I'm looking for the bathroom, dude. I've never been here before. Like, where's the bathroom? He's like, it's over there. So I go up and I grab my brother by the collar. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Because <laughs> the bouncer dude, it's going to take him like two seconds to figure out what I did back there. He's yeah. going to smell the like fire stuff. So we hightailed it out of there laughing the whole time. I was like, dude, you'll never guess what I just did. I'm like, I fucking <laughs> totally went off with a fiery signature. He's laughing. I'm laughing. I'm what like, would you have done sucked. if you like walked in while you did that? I would have sprayed him with it and hit him with it if I had to. <laughs> like bouncer will fucking kill me, man. Look at me. I'm, you know, 180 pounds, skinny little fucking white boy. Oh my God. I would totally like sprayed him with, I would have done some Hannibal shit and fucking A team did out of there. Spray him in the face with the <laughs> What a surprise. A story involving hosing in the in the back room of a strip club. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We didn't see one titty, not a single one the whole time we were there. Listen, that was. is a failed strip club experience, and I don't like that, but I don't hear very many of them. I mean, I I don't look at that as a failure. Like when else do you get to empty a whole fire? Well, no, I mean, like, no titties. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Who wants yeah, to go no to a no titty strip club? Yeah, we decided. Yeah, and it, like, if you're going to pay $13 for a beer, you might as well be at a sporting event. Like, what's the point? Right. I thought titty bars were sporting events. Eh, depends. Sporting. So Dave's got his pirate jersey on. Uh, Goonies, never say die. I love it. <laughs> Dave, you've got to have a good uh, strip club moment. Dave's an angel. He's never been to a strip. Club. Right. He's never been to a strip club. Oh, okay. I'll believe. Yeah, that. I, I feel like I've told. I feel like I've told stories way too many times for that to even be a remote possibility. Honestly, no. Um, one of my probably one of my best uh, stories in that vein would be so my buddy Billy, uh, li- when I was living down in D.C., owned uh, three clubs down there. He owned uh, Camelot, Good Guys, and the Crystal City Restaurant. <clears throat> and uh, Crystal City Restaurant was like the middle. It was in Crystal City, Virginia, and it was like you like they had like a great chef. They had good food. Um, they had pool tables, that kind of stuff. And it just so happened there were like dancers, like at three different stages on the thing. Um, good guys was just the filthy McNasty club, uh, and then Camelot you didn't walk into unless you had an expense account. That's just how that went. Um, and so I'm hanging out at Crystal City because it's, it's one of my buddy's birthdays, and he had a crush on one of the dancers, and he was trying to use my relationship with them to get in, blah, blah, you know how that goes. So I'm sitting there shooting pool, and I'm lining up my shot, and out of nowhere in my left ear, I hear this female voice go, you know, you kind of look like a studious Nazi. 
what? And like, and I drop the pool cue, and I'm and I just start laughing my ass off, and I'm like, what? And this like super cute brunette in street clothes, she goes, okay, well you laughed, you passed the first uh-huh. test, and walks away. And I was like, okay. well, I was like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's no walking away here. What the hell? Um, and and so it turns out she was friends with one of the dancers, and it was the dancer's birthday. And so we get to yakking and talking and basically wind up ignoring our friends for the rest of the night. Like we just wind up like hanging out and shooting pool and like having drinks and talking and all that kind of fun stuff. And so I was like, you know, the end of the night's coming and I'm like, all right, look, like we got to do dinner. We got to like, what, what's your schedule like this week? And, and I get the, well, and I'm like, okay, what? Like, this is where you tell me you're married. Uh, you're dying of cancer. What? Like what, what story am I about to get here? Yeah. And she goes, no, 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 it's nothing like that. She's like, I live in Manhattan. Um, I'm just down here for the weekend for my friend's birthday, and then I'm going back home. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I mean, Manhattan, I mean, that's a, you know, there was express trains all the time. I was like, well, give me your number. I'll call you. Um, and I, long story short, there there are some more funny stories in there. But, I mean, she wound up moving back down to D.C. a few months later. Uh, we moved in together and, you know, dated for a couple of years. But, yeah. Those Damn, my- you got Entire that was like my relationship out of a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I never That's dated a stripper. Cool. I never dated a stripper that I met at the strip club. You know, because that's kind of that's almost always a rule. It's like they don't date the customer. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they're working, they meet you great, but they're they're not gonna date you. Now, if you meet her outside of the club <laughs> and start dating her. That's fine. She's, you know. You're so if you're an efficient stalker, is what you're saying? No, no. I know what you. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. I know. I have dated a few strippers. Oh, hey, fancy running into you here. What's up? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but I mean, so honestly, like that was the. Uh, one of the best things about Billy owning those places is that I was kind of like his default go-to. And so, like, when one of the featured dancers would, like, come to town, um, he'd, like, give me a grand or two and be like, all right, take, you know, they they fly into town Thursday and they're, like, doing stuff Friday, Saturday. And, all right, you know, take her out, show her the town, go have fun, hang out. So, I mean, somewhere, I, I don't know, probably they still exist. There's a whole bunch of photos with me with, yeah, just ridiculous number of strippers over the years because that was pretty much a, at least a twice a month occurrence. That sounds like a tough gig. I know, right? I mean, it was, it was, honestly, it was, honestly, it was fascinating because just from a psychology perspective, like getting to know, like, because when they're on stage, they have a certain persona. And even, even when they're off the stage, when they're in the club, they have a certain persona. Mm-hmm. getting to know like okay and there there were i mean there's there were the stereotypical ones that were just dumber than a box of rocks and you know but they were super hot and off they went um but no like one would like was like showing me photos of like her lamborghini that she paid cash for uh you know her giant friggin' house that she you know i'm like, I'm like hey like i i can't knock the hustle good for you like that yeah oh yeah what was that movie with j-lo uh just came out like a couple of years Hustler. ago yeah, yeah. Uh, those girls, some of those girls, they know what they're doing. Can we just like side note for one second and just Absolutely. like comment on how she is still fucking gorgeous? <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, when you're when you make it rich and famous in your twenties, you can afford to like, 
you know, have all the best dietitians and fancy and chefs and like and give you your food, your allotted amount of food every day. And it's the most delicious ever because it's made by like fucking Gordon Ramsay himself. Yeah. And just work out all the time. And, you know, I'd work out <laughs> yeah. a lot more if I didn't have to work like 50 hours a week. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. When your job is to be hot, it's it. And yeah. you have all. Yeah. You have all the disposable income in the world to do it. It's a different story. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I consider I maybe I should do that. I should like get a job where <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. My job is to be like cute. Like, come on, let's go. I want someone to give me two thousand dollars. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. There's plenty of guys out there that'll give you two thousand dollars. There's some girls out there that'll give you two thousand dollars. I guarantee it. Line them up. But no, I heard you. You, uh, a, you need to meet a J Lo like the girl in Hustlers who gets J Lo to take her under her wing. She was down right, and out, right. and had the kid and shit like that. <laughs> Why do I know that movie so well? It was it was a decent movie. It was intriguing. You know, you know I heard you. Uh, I heard you talking about Canada, and we used to do. Uh, we used to hit Montreal a lot um, when I was living in New Hampshire and Boston. And there was one place that we would always go. Um, it was uh, the corner of St. Dennis and St. Catherine Streets. We always stayed at the same hotel. It was the Cassel St. Denis. Uh, got it. And this is, holy shit. I'm still, again, I can't give you directions to my house, but I can remember this shit from 25 years ago. Um, and the street down the, or the club down the street that was like three doors down was called the Axe. And there was one dancer there who was there every time we were there. And we just we were always fascinated because we called her Spider Woman because she was like six feet tall, but it was like quite literally almost all leg. Like her torso was like like torso was super tiny and like just these long ass legs. We're like like how is that? Like I, I like the first time we were there, we were like I was like, am I am I that drunk? Like am I not? Like am I just like disproportionately seeing things? What the hell? Yeah, what the hell's going on? And and no, it was just it that was a thing. So yeah, that was yeah, but Montreal always always a good time for that kind of thing. I wish. I love so the that. one time I, I the one time I went to Vegas, I went to a strip club and I met this stripper and and we seriously we sat down and we started having a conversation, just getting to know each other, you know, and it was like, okay, you know, you hear the story of like, oh yeah, right. Like she really likes you, right? She's like I wish I didn't have this rule about dating and taking home guys. I was like, yeah, I was like, if we met at a regular bar. This is after like, we had a conversation for a good hour, hour and 15 minutes. Her friend finally came and pulled her away from me. He was like, look, if you're not going to get a dance, like you need to leave her the fuck alone. Cause she's got fucking work and make some money. I'm her, I'm her manager. Like I'm trying to get her some money. She's like, I really do have to go to work. But no, it was like a really, really cool intellectual conversation where we just clicked on this level. I'm like, man, I wish I would have met you at a regular club and not a strip club because we definitely would have hooked up. But since it was a strip club, it was like, nah, it's not not going to happen. No dice either. Yeah, no, Vegas. So Vegas was, God, I want to say probably 02, maybe. Yeah, probably 02. Uh, One of the first times I actually went out to Vegas on business. And there's you know, a bunch of us and we're at you know casino and of course we're drunk and so of course, hey, let's go to a strip club. And so we all pile into this cab and the driver's like, Well, where do you want to go? We were like, look, just wherever the best strippers are, go there. 
And he's like, okay, well, but if we go there, we're going to have to make a stop first. And I'm like, okay, are we about to die? And he was, and he, and he said, no, no, no. He's like, this club is a BYOB club. Um, he's like, so you can bring in whatever you want, you know, but you have to like buy the souvenir cup from them. And I'm like, I still think we're being set up. And I'm like, whatever. Um, but so we stop and like, you know, I'd buy a, you know, bottle of vodka and a bottle of whiskey, whatever. Guys are buying beer and that kind of crap. And, uh, and I, I just assume like we're going to get to the door and the bouncer's going to be like, get the, get out of here with that bullshit. But no. So we get up and, he, and he's like, oh, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got our stuff. And he was like, all right, cool. You know, you have to have to buy the $20 commemorative, you know, pl- big plastic cup. Um, but then you just sat there and poured your own drinks all night, which was amazing. Yep. Um, yeah, that was it was Little Darlings, I believe that was in Vegas. Little darling, yeah. oh, what a terrible name! <laughs> I mean, it sounds awful if you say it like that, but like if it's in British, if it was in Great as British, little darlings, little yes, darling. that's right. Less, 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 less Jeffrey Epstein. More, I don't, I don't know. More, uh, yeah. So, okay, well, you're right. Jason Statham is what we're thinking. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. Less, yeah, less Jeffrey. Ace, yeah, less Epstein. More Bond. That's that's what we're looking for. That's little yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um I went to a strip club one time and almost got into a fight. Ooh, girl. I bet you (laughs) were actually I was actually like working at a a nightclub and I was like one of the managers and it was really, really slow. And so like the owner said that we could like shut down early. So I like turned to my entire staff and I was like, let's go to the strip club. And we Mm -hmm. did. And so we got there and there was like this girl and she was like on the pole and she was doing like tricks and stuff. And I was like, yo, that's really fucking cool. So I went up to like tip her and she was like, oh no, honey, I'm strictly dickly. And I was like, uh, yeah, like me too. But also like, I want to just trying to show some appreciation. Thanks. Yeah. Hard to do, you know, she was like doing tricks and shit. So she like got all pissed strictly off. Dickly. Yeah, strictly dickly, yeah. So um <laughs> I was with like a group of like ten people. We were all like sitting in this booth together and um and we were all tipping and buying drinks and you know what I mean? Like it was like a big party together. And she like sh- apparently she was sitting down at the table next to us with these dudes, and at one point she was dancing. The- dude like turned to me and was like hey can you watch our drinks and he like put them on my table like with all of us and i was like yeah no problem so when she was done dancing and they came back i like handed them the bottles and she came over and was just like who the fuck is this bitch like blah blah blah. And i was like dude no like i don't know why you hate me so much but like i swear to god i'm not hitting on your dude and then she like tried to fight me like she was just like i want to fucking knock this blonde bitch out like all this stuff so I was like, guys, let's just go. So we all like get up and we start to walk out and the bouncers notice that like we're like a large group about to leave. Right. And that we were like yelling at each other. And the bouncer comes over and was just like, what's the problem? What's the problem? And I was just like, yo, like, no problem. We're leaving. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to kick us out or anything like that. We're leaving. Fuck that. This girl is like trying to fight me. I was just trying to tip her. I wasn't even talking to her fucking dude. I don't even work here. Like, what the fuck? I was just trying to hang out with my friends, brought my entire staff with me. So they were like, oh, no, no, stay, stay. We'll kick her out. And I was like, no, man, I'm leaving. And so I went down the street to another strip club, and that was fun as fuck. 
It's sometimes yeah, it's the vibe of the place. Yeah. It's like if the, if the place is not having a good vibes, like I'll take my money elsewhere. That's fine. I, yeah. But like, that's, I've dated enough strippers like, to know that they are. But I was like, I was trying to be like, you're cool, you know? And then she was just like on one trying to kill no, me. I, again, I've dated three or four strippers in my life and they are all just like addicted to drama. It seems like almost all of them <laughs> addicted to drama. They look for drama. They're trying to start shit. They're like, you know, it's like, <clears throat> you ever get a dance from a, from a stripper and she's like, you know, telling her about her asshole boyfriend and how he's cheating <laughs> okay, on her. And this and that. Just telling you about her asshole. But... <laughs> 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 that's right. Cause you know, you can't, you can never know her real name, but you can see her butthole for $5. That's, that's how that yeah, works. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> I like have watched dudes like put money in this girl's like thong or whatever and start going straight for it, and I'm just like, oh, what yeah. the hell am I watching? Yeah, no, not not even pre-COVID, no, not. <laughs> like, please don't. Although I, I was don't get me don't get me started on the all new all the the all nude ones. Like, have you ever you ever been to the deja vu? Oh, like deja vu. So that was and that was little darlings. That's what that is. Okay, yeah, all right. But everybody comes there and they're already drunk or they sneak in a pint or something like that. You know, it's like, what fun is going to the strip club sober? I don't, that, that doesn't seem enjoyable to me. I had a friend that went with me one time and he was like, he had a lot of money and he was like, I'm going to try and get drunk on O'Doul's. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He tried really hard. I mean, that's, I, I, that's a challenge, I suppose, if, if that's what you're up for. Get I don't. drunk or anything like that, but he tried. He tried no. to really hard. I feel like, <laughs> like I feel like all that happened is that he probably had to pee a lot. Yeah, he did. Like Thirteen dollars a piece. I was like, why would you buy like skunk water? It's not even going to get you screwed up. So and, and just like just because I mentioned COVID, like I don't understand because I do. There's there was uh, one of the shows that 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 had come in uh, talking about they were at a strip club the night before. And I was like, all right, before we even start your show, I have questions. Like, I, 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 have, I have so many questions to ask. I'm like, so, you know, no, I said, you know, let's talk about, you know, what are the protocols like? And, and number, number one, why'd you go? Number two, where'd you go? Number three, what's it like? And apparently, like, so the, you know, the places, like, aren't even getting topless, let alone anything else. Uh, you know, it's basically, uh, the, or at least the, the one, the two, I guess, that they had gone to were, had basically converted themselves into bikini bars for the most part. Um, okay. and he was like, yeah, I was completely lame. And, just, and I'm like, okay, well, but then you said you went to another one and, and I'm like, so like, like, have you learned your lesson and you're done now? And they're like, oh no, we'll probably go next week. And, like, and you know, they're young kids. It's, you know, it is what it is. But so can we uh, just cause I, you know, you talked about the whole poll trick thing. Can we talk about how, um, the adult equivalent of learning about Santa Claus is like when you discover that the poll turns by itself? I was, I was not them actually. I was around. so disheartened and I traumatized. I was, I was so disheartened and traumatized when I learned that. It was, it just, it, it shattered the. Of these girls were just like, how were they like smoothly? I don't know. I would, that was part of the magic and mystique. That's why you never ask a magician to reveal his tricks. Have you ever played, I feel like if that was the... happening, they would have to play the music so loud to cover up the like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't lotions and oils. I don't know. Well, working at strip clubs is how I learned about snail trail. Uh, mm. Gross. Ew. Like that. 
Oh my god, that's so bad. Snail trails. Should we name that this episode? I don't think so. Like we're gonna name it snail trail. Um, Why not? No, I, I. I guess I never. I guess I never really thought about it, but it does make sense that the that the pole spins. It's that the pole actually spins. Well, yeah. Now that, yeah, like <clears throat> you would have to have a lot of, I don't know, baby oil or something. I'll yeah, it's like you know, oils, lotions, something. I, well, I, maybe they don't have. Maybe it's not on their hands, and they just have really strong arms. And see, Lauren, again, the there was a certain level of illusion, and the illusion was destroyed. Paying for the illusion. Yeah, like I don't. I don't walk back into the kitchen at Chinese food joints. I did not need to know that the pole spun by itself. <laughs> I don't want to know how things are done. I just want to appreciate the effect. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I can get down with that. I can, I can get, get down, down with it too. I'm sorry. I've always wanted to do like pole dancing, like competitive pole dancing. There were cool. there was a rumor that they were trying to get that into the Olympics as an exhibition sport last time around. It should be though. Have you seen these girls and the tricks that they can do? It's amazing. That shit is hard, and they don't wear any protective gear, and they fall from these fucking things sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a video. There was Upside a viral video, just like cheerleading. Yeah, there was a viral video several months ago where a girl fell from like way the fuck up top, and oh like, yeah, no, I remember that. Her face real bad, and she got. She ended up getting like a concussion or something, and yeah, like but she a also bruise. got like a huge fucking bunch of money from GoFundMe. Oh yeah, there was like a hundred thousand dollars donated through GoFundMe yeah, for her, and oh yeah, GoFundMe for her, and she's like, she's all she- set. <laughs> so hey, maybe that's your ticket to, to just freedom. horribly disfigure yourself and hope. Yeah, just horribly injure yourself yeah, and hope for the best. That's yeah, that's that sounds like an excellent plan. <laughs> just start pole dancing and fall. <laughs> I'll get right on that, bro. Like there was God, I can't remember where it was. I don't even, I don't remember where it is. I know it's somewhere in the Metro Detroit area, but there's one with like really high ceilings and like they climb the pole all the way up to the top and hit a bell and then like a thunderstorm sound effect happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. But yeah, I mean, they, they all have their own dumb gimmicks. Like, there's one, God, there's God, there's one in Florida that's shaped like a UFO, and like all the girls are wearing like you know silver outfits and being all alien and all that kind of crap. There's uh, yeah, there's oh oh like right the one we have not gotten to yet, and Bob and I have been talking about this for shit. Got to be going on 10, 15 years now. Apparently, there's a strip club in Emmett. Which is like if it's okay somewhere northeast of the Twilight Zone here in Michigan, it's like like Port Huron, but like twenty minutes west north ish, middle of nowhere town. Um, and we just we because we wound up talking about it on Worst Meatball Sandwich one night uh, because just because we keep talking about it, and apparently like they're notorious for like the the they have like a one armed stripper that like does that like is all about it. Uh, there's you know there were all the comments and reviews were about you know bullet holes and knife wounds and 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 just you know the the mother daughter team that was there, and I'm I'm just I'm like I like I'm like how and like now that because again we forget about it like but now that I'm remembering. I'm like now I'm angry again that we still have not gone there. That is so, so funny. I wish the I one that go. I found is okay. Yeah, here it is. 
Emmett, Michigan. I'm looking it up on maps right now. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. It's it's like it's not far from like Imlay City. It's right in between Imlay City and Sarnia. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that area. That it's like. It's an hour and a half away. It's not hard to get. There. No, and we've like we've just been lazy. Let's be real. We are or 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 too sober to actually make the trip up there because that again, that's one of those things where like you're only going to ever do that hammered out of your mind. So like you would have you would we'd almost have to be somewhere close by that area to begin with. Well, where that I would be a convenient trip. trip. I think a day trip to Port Huron is in order. I, and I see, and that would that would make it convenient. Like maybe that, right. and then we get and then we get hammered. <laughs> We get hammered in Port Huron and Uber to Emmett. <laughs> that sounds like I'm down. Let's do it. I think all of us just I think hopefully all of us this make place that survives COVID because it's so shitty that I'm sure it was like already on the fence before. <laughs> it's probably you know it's probably one of those places where like you know what hey if you've already been there before you likely do not have to worry about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grant you immunity. COVID started. <laughs> But no, I mean it's like it's, and I do. I I think the, uh, and, and I and I do. I'm I'm st- and I, I like I've been I've been friends with quite a few strippers over the years. And and the one thing that is well, obviously pre COVID because none of them been working for a while. But the one thing that I remember them talking about the most over the course of the past couple of years is how much the strip club genre slash atmosphere slash whatever you want to call it has really changed. Where, yeah. you know, like it, it used to be about the stuff you did on stage and the act and the performance and all that kind of stuff. And it, it shifted and now it's all about the, the performance that you give in the back <laughs> more than anything yeah. else. You think? I mean, I, I, it's, it's hard to say because that, that kind of stuff has always gone on kind of thing. Um, but I always went because I like to see girls do tricks on the poles. I like to watch them dance. You know, it's like you're sitting there with your buddies or friends or whatever. And you're watching the girls on stage. You're like, Oh my God, that one, that one is so smoking hot. She's my favorite one here. Look at the, Oh my God, look at the cool tricks she can do. Like, I want to get a dance from her. That's the one girl. Like you pick your girl. That's the girl that I'm going to get a dance from tonight. She's getting one lap dance and that's it. You know what I mean? And, and that's my night. Like that's a fun time. And I'm not trying to like, go in the back and get anything dirty happen. I'm not trying to like, you know, have sex with her or anything like that, or even get her phone number. It's just like, I appreciate what you do. You're the one I want to give some money to tomorrow. There was like a a time that I met up with one of my old friends um, at, I can't remember where we went to, but we went to a strip club, obviously. And I met up with him and he was with a bunch of coworkers. And apparently one of them was a virgin and he like paid like $125 and left not a virgin. Yeah. But I also know people that are like um, dancers and they're just like, I would never do anything like that. And right. like, I believe them. They make a fuck ton of money not doing any of that stuff. You know, you yeah, just have to it, like be adamant about it and be like, I'm not going to do that. No amount of money you can offer me is going to, you know. Well, because I went to a bunch of, you know, my heyday for going to the strip clubs was back in the early to mid nineties. You know, that's when like I had a bunch of disposable cash. I was hanging out with people that went to the strip clubs. I was dating strippers. Like, had a certain morally casual attitude. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was the thing to do. And, and, and it wasn't, and you would hear stories about girls like 
turning tricks in the back room and you know there's no sex in the champagne room but like if you got the right kind of money you can get sex in the champagne room but um no it's 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 all about just like having a good time and stuff but even back then there was a there was the girls who would do drugs and the girls who wouldn't there was the girls who were like i'm just here to make my money and not be into all the drama and then the girls who were like all about the drama and all about the drugs and those are the ones who would you know pay for 75 bucks or 100 bucks or you know I remember my uh used to my buddy Kenny uh before he died and god this is ages ago now uh his family uh owned Trumps and so I would I I would hang out upstairs with him um and god what the hell was Aaron was the DJ that was always there and the three of us would just sit there and like crack jokes and have a great time and 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 that's and so like that's almost the funny part of it is like on the one hand it was like oh my god I'm basically Norm at a strip club, but it's not. But I would. But it's not because I'm sitting down there at the stage. Like I'm. I'm right. up here, and like we're just. Yeah, we're like I would. You know, mind my. But it's like and again, like you get to hear, like the stories they're not telling the customers because like they like because right. they knew like I'm not. I'm not going anywhere with you. I'm not. You know. Yeah, that's a great outfit. Here's twenty bucks. Have fun. You whatever. Go go buy yourself a drink. Go away. Um, but like you know, there was one uh, that was married to a cop. Uh, and he didn't know that this is what she did. And, oh, wow. and she was always like terrified <laughs> that he was going to find out <laughs> that that's what was going on. And there was like one night where like he and a bunch of his buddies came in and she like disappeared out the back. <laughs> just, so I mean, there's, there's all kinds of dumb crap that happens. It's a, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's a, uh, it, it's an interesting microcosm of, of the universe. It really well. I've been in strip clubs before too, where they're like, "All right, everybody, be on your toes," because like we've been raided a lot lately, and we might get raided today. And I'm like, "The fuck are you talking?" Like, I'm a paying customer. Like, am I not allowed to be in here? Yeah, like, like, can you like raided for what? Like, can I? Yeah, doing anything illegal? Like, just keep your eyes peeled. And I'm like, for what? What the hell is going on here? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? I don't want to know. I'm gonna know. no, no, no. I'd be like, no. I'm gonna need to understand. I I need context. I need to understand. <laughs> I need to know the flow chart, and I, specifically, I need the box before raid happens. Because when I when, when the bo- when I see the box before happening, me, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out <laughs> I don't want to be involved in a raid. I've had cops with masks and guns in my face before for being at an after hours club, and it was not pleasant. It's not enjoyable. Like no. It. And I don't want to do it again. Like, no, I'm just trying to have a good time. I'm not trying to hurt anybody, you know? I remember there was like, wasn't there one time that you were trying to go to like escape or something? And I was like, hell no, I'm not going there. They were like, or maybe we were, we were together. Maybe somebody else was trying to get us to go to escape. And we were like, no. Yeah. No, I, I don't do after hours clubs anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's part of the reason why, though, is because I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, go somewhere that I'm going to get <laughs> stuck in some bullshit. Oh, my God. You get handcuffed and, like, take your license and give you a trespassing right. ticket or some bullshit. It's all just the money grab. And it's like, I don't like guns. I don't like cops and masks and fuck all that riot gear shit. Like, no. It's but, it's not. No, it's it's not a it's fun, not happy situation it. at all. I've no. Got, I've got friends with a basement bar that I can go hang out. If exactly. I want to go after hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, after hours, I go hang out at Dave's house. That's a good after hours. Like. <laughs> I'll buy a bunch of booze and hang out at my own place. I'm too old Same. for this shit. <laughs> 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 
not going at somebody else's place and not get a gun in my fucking face. Back, 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 way back in the day, I was probably, God, I was probably like 22, 23. I was at an after hours strip club, an after hours strip club in the middle right. of Detroit. And after it was because an after hours strip club. It was an after hours club. They had gambling, they had dice, they had strippers, they had liquor. I knew the DJ. <clears throat> and so he invited me and my buddy to come up there. We worked with him. It was his day job that we worked at him with. And this was his after hours club thing on the weekends. Very cool guy, Derek. He was a good, he was a good dude. And it was a really cool club. But when I tell you that we walked in this club and you ever see in the movies, like when two white guys walk into an all black club and like the needle scratches, like, like <laughs> it was just like that. Like everybody turned and looked at us, but then they saw that we were with the DJ. And so it was cool. Um, That's hilarious. We had a good time. The cops came, but since we knew the DJ and the owners, like we got this VIP treatment where we were like, here's the secret doorway to like get the fuck out of the club and let all the mugs that are, you know, hanging out, uh, they can deal with the tickets and shit like that. But we all scattered at about four o'clock in the morning because the cops came and I didn't have to deal with the cops that time. But that was an interesting, interesting situation and not one that I'd like to repeat. You know, it was like that was a long time ago. No different kind of scene. But uh, we had a good time. (laughs) We had a good time. That's how it didn't take long for everybody to like. All right. These white boys are cool. Like they fucking hang with us. We're making friends. We're shooting dice and giving money to the strippers drinking with the DJ. It helps if you know somebody, you know? Sure does. I feel like that's almost always true. (laughs) If you if it helps if you know somebody? Yeah, networking is never a bad thing. Uh I would assume that that is, like, always a true statement. Always true. Yeah, we, me and my buddy would not have been able to get like I knew too many people. We definitely would not have gotten in the club had we not known the DJ, right? Like, they would have turned (laughs) his way at the door, like, you're in the wrong hood, like, Although I will say that just knowing the DJ sometimes is not enough. That is true. Because I feel that shit all the time. I'm with the DJ. I don't give a shit. Yeah, everybody's with the DJ. He's got like a guest list a mile long. Fuck the DJ. We don't care. You know? Screw you. So, well, it depends on how good the DJ is with the owners, too. Right. Agreed the, with that too. If the DJ's packing them in every Friday and Saturday night, the DJ can do no wrong. Like basically, <laughs> we can have a guest list a mile long and run up a cab, and that's fine. Yeah. If the DJ is, if the DJ's burned that bridge a couple of too many times, or is like you know, not which can happen. Like he used to. It's a cutthroat game, y'all. Agreed. Oh. I gotta Somebody give love might. to. Somebody wanted to be on the podcast, too. Like, hey, yeah. you guys talk about strippers. I love strippers. I love <laughs> I movies. wish I could go into a strip club. I wish I could go to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was going to a strip club, actually. I don't think we, they should be open, but they are. I don't think they should be open either, but I wish I could go to one. Like, are they open be nice. because they're allowed to be, or are they open because... They don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. Yeah, which one? Is uh, no, they're open because they're allowed to be. They are allowed to be open. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's the ones that serve food are allowed to be open. Because they uh, they because they looped under that whole restaurant thing. 
Yes. My club that we that I work at has a kitchen. They just haven't had it open in a while. It's a beautiful kitchen. I'm like, y'all should probably start thinking about opening that shit up again. You think? Uh, yeah. And on that note, uh, how come strip fl- clubs with kitchens have some of the best freaking food? The like, best. So like good. Five star. Yeah. Prime it's so rib good. for like eight bucks and oh, crab legs. Crab legs. Yeah. Sold. It, they love feeding you really good and really cheap and then charging you like $13 for a Budweiser or like $25 for a shot of Remy Martin. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Like they're outrageous on their liquor prices and super cheap on the food. I know. I love strip club food. It's always been the best food. Well, now I'm hungry and I want to see some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm hungry and I want to see some boobs too. So, damn you, COVID! You can end any time now, so we can get back to what we really want to be doing. (laughs) We can get food and see boobs whenever we want. They're open. Remember? I know that's true. It's just I'm not trying to, but I'm just saying we could. (laughs) But hypothetically speaking, it's possible. But you know, if you really, really wanted to, Rich, I twist my arm. Oh my god! It's so... <laughs> well, good. We talked about a lot of uh, strip club related things, and I like that. We got a few stories. We got a, we got a few stories. We, we should a- make some more. We're definitely gonna make some more stories. Um, hey, Lauren, yeah. why don't you tell everybody how they can get a hold of us? Has anybody can emailed us? Yeah. Send us a message about. Your time working in the services industry, hanging out in the service industry. Going to a strip club. Going to a strip club. Doing, uh, we don't care. Just send us something at barsidetales at gmail.com. No dick pics. <laughs> no dick pics, unless you want a file of dick pics back, because that's what I'll do is send you all the dick pics I've ever gotten unsolicited. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, this has been a successful and fun episode. We thank you all for watching and listening. I hope you listen to it. And we love you. We definitely love you. We'll be back next week. Yep. Bye.